0: Hello and welcome! You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between, including new Amiibos, which we will talk about tonight. I am your host, Michael Mastic, and with me is my son, Jaden. Jaden, what's up? Nothing much, nothing much. We are bringing this to y'all. We're a couple, two, three weeks, three weeks late. Yeah, we missed the last two weeks. Um, I've been out of town, and then I've been really having a lot of really bad migraines, and that hasn't made things any easier as well. So uh, we're a few weeks behind, but um, need to get back on the ball. So this is episode 37, uh, titled Survival of the Fittest, because we want to talk about some survival games that are out there on PCs and gaming consoles and smartphones and all that. But before we jump into that, make sure that you can follow us on Twitter at DadsGC, as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And drop us a line at Hey Dad at Dads gaming Corner dot com and send us your thoughts, questions, and even your own story, mom, dad, kids, whatever it
1: might be, so Jaden, what have you been up to um not much um school been up to school, you know, lots of school, yeah, um, as far as games, though, um uh, not a lot i got did a couple of shrines in breath of the wild, you know, um now puts put, put that into context though, because That's what enough. got you what got
0: you into Breath of the Wild again? Because you haven't uh, played that game in and I know I haven't played it in over a year.
1: I haven't played many games recently, but what got me back into Breath of the Wild, uh Caleb's been back into it recently. You know, he he played it for he played it a lot a while ago and then he stopped. But he right. just recently got back into it, so he's been really playing that. I'm gonna a look lot. up
0: his playtime right now as we're talking about this. And then
1: also I was at Uncle Johnny's apartment. Uh, two weeks ago, probably two weeks ago, and he was playing, and uh, we just kind of, you know, chilled. He was looking for a tower, so we were, oh, uh, you know, I had the controller a little bit, so you know, I just he's actually online right now. When he I'm, trying, I'm trying, I'm yeah, trying, I'm checking his time, so he's
0: on, he's playing right now. He's got a uh, just over 165 hours. So wow, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, that's really that's a lot of
0: time for a nine-year-old.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, in, in a game like, like uh, Breath of the Wild, that's a very big
1: open-world game, mm-hmm. quest system and everything else. So, Oh, right, but, I mean, it doesn't really count because he looks everything up.
0: You know, you say he it doesn't was,
1: count. Go ahead. He was he was on the couch earlier doing... Uh, he just got the DLC, so he was doing a new shrine for the DLC or something, and he finished a step in the quest, and then he started playing the video again. I was like, Caleb, hang on. If... You can't figure it out, so you look it up. That's one thing. But you didn't even try to figure this next step out. You just <laughs> went straight to the video, and he was like, "Oh, well, okay." So I, I mean, like. By the way, I don't,
0: you you didn't notice it, but just then when you were talking like
1: Caleb, your voice deep, in you went like, "Yeah, well, I know." Okay. I, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, he he, and it, it doesn't make any better when he starts like bragging about doing all the shrines well i was gonna say when he looked half of them up and like walkthroughs and everything
0: so i was gonna say even with doing because you're right um he did i don't remember how many shrines on his own 60 or so on his own um and then he decided out of the blue no he started playing zelda again what two weeks ago ish two three weeks ago uh probably three weeks ago and he decided he wanted to complete all the shrines he Mm -hmm. just got a Woke up one morning. Which, I, mean, I want to complete the trends. I never
1: wanted to do. I think I have like
0: 62. But he went in, he he's completed them all now, all 120, and he's done it with YouTube. But he still has 165 hours into Breath of the Wild. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's just, you know, zipping through the game in 30 hours and you know, mm-hmm. YouTubing everything. He has gotten lazy in, in it lately that he's looking every little step up. Step one's done. Okay, what's step two? Mm-hmm. What, go on YouTube light the torch. Then he lights the torch and mm-hmm. pauses the game, goes back to YouTube, you know, walk forward five steps and then, you know, it is literally right. getting that bad. So, anyway. All right, well, we'll get more into what we're playing. Uh, let's get a little bit of the news out of the way. Jay, why don't you go and take this first one for us?
1: All righty. Um, so there's a, a new Super Smash Bros. fighter announced and... Yes, there was. It is Steve. And some of y'all might be confused by just Steve. Uh, maybe this will help you. Steve builds his way onto Super Smash Bros ultimate. Now, I feel like if you're a person and you hear Steve and Builds, you should already know what game it is. You should. But for those people who don't, it's Minecraft, Steve from Minecraft, uh Steve builds his way, get it cuz you know Minecraft builds. Uh-huh. Um Steve is also joined by Alex, a zombie, and an enderman as skins in Super Smash Bros. Uh he they all release um October 13th, one of the most popular video games of all time, Minecraft, finally comes to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Who will. Well, before you jump into my go to that owl question. noise. Before you go to the question there, do it. Oh, I did like a. Like an owl. Like an owl? I think I pointed away from the mic Before for a you second. before
0: you go to that question. So so there was a lot of speculation about who Nintendo is going to be bringing into Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially it's always been um, Nintendo IPs, you know like Mario franchise, Zelda franchise, right. Kirby, you know, Yoshi, all those different Nintendo. ones, Nintendo parties. And then they started br- bringing in characters that were from games that were on Nintendo consoles, like the Street Fighter like Ryu and mm-hmm. Ken, you know, bringing them onto there. Um, you know, things like that. I'm, I'm actually looking at our Amiibo wall right now just to look at it. Uh, Monster Hunter, because the Monster Hunter series has been all over the, you know, the 3DS and whatnot, as well as Animal Crossing, Splatoon. I mean, it, it's it's mainly Nintendo-owned IPs. Okay. So, when um, they... What was the last ones they brought over? Uh, Joker. Um, Joker and um, Hero. Hero from, from Dragon Quest XI S, uh, Definitive Edition, and then Hero from Persona 5. So... Persona Five is not.
1: Wait, I thought that one was called Joker. This
0: is Joker. Okay, yeah, this is Joker. So Joker is from uh, Persona Five. He that game is not on Switch, um, not on any Nintendo console. They have some other Persona spinoffs that are coming and whatnot. But um, he was like a big surprise that he was mm-hmm. coming to Switch or coming to Smash Brothers, and everyone's like, "Yay, is the game coming?" Um, but generally, big first parties, you know, like Microsoft's you know, well, Minecraft now was Mahjong. Microsoft bought Mahjong out and you have Steve from Minecraft. That's a huge, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minecraft, Minecraft is the number one selling game of all time. Um, if you are curious at all, uh, as far as like, well, how does that stack compared to what to other games? Okay. Grand Theft Auto five is considered to be one of the best uh, selling games of all time. Um, everybody, not everybody, but you know, so many people play it. They've bought it on multiple consoles. Uh, Minecraft still outdoes it, and by a large margin. A large margin. Uh, th- I mean, it helps obviously that, that Minecraft is on everything, every gaming console. Yeah, I was gonna say every smartphone, smartphones tablet, too and everything. Yeah. They have Minecraft World. They've used it in schools for different things. And really? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's been it's it, it's huge, and it's and it remains huge. It's always like in the top selling charts of you know, um, as far as games go. Maybe not in the top ten, but it's always in there. So it's it's made a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, when they announced him for Smash, I know you and I had a similar uh, thought, you know, trail of thoughts of, like, mm-hmm. he's he's, recta- he's squares and rectangles.
1: Yeah. He looks awkward. He's going to be kind of dumb. He's That's Exactly.
0: All right. So, why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, what, what we saw, his, some okay. of his moves. And- um,
1: yeah. So, like you just mentioned, uh, you and me both went in with low expectations. We were, I don't even know if I had expectations. I was just kind of confused. I kind of went like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, okay. It's Minecraft, so I mean, market. That's why they're doing it. But like for the game, think about your game. Like what are you doing to your game? You're literally putting Steve in your game. So I thought it was going to be ridiculous, right? Um so Like Fanfare, they're just doing it because players like Minecraft uh-huh, because yeah, Minecraft's big and everything, right? Um so they released the what was it? What's the video called? The Smash. Uh it wasn't even a direct. It was a
0: Smash um, brothers, Gosh. ultimate, you know, update video. Um, where the developer did a forty-five minute video, which we actually watched all forty-five minutes. and yeah. it being subbed, mm-hmm. so, which of all things we didn't think we were gonna oh, watch yeah. it, but it was actually quite good. He did. He did a really good job. Presenting. Yeah, he did.
1: So we're watching the video, and we're still thinking this is gonna be ridiculous. But then he, you know, if y'all seen any of these, you know how it goes. You know, he shows you. He tells you about the, you know, how it came, and then he shows you like in-game, uh, fighting and everything like that. And so when he got to that part, he he introduced, like, the first few moves. And it was super surprising. There was, there, it was super-duper creative. <laughs> creative. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but really, it was really unique and creative the way Steve, uh, you know, just fought and moved and jumped and everything. He had this one ability where you jump and you can build blocks in the air so you can literally go anywhere on the map. I mean not, you know, too far up or too far to the left or right. But you can go further than most characters can. Um it was it was really cool. And right. there's like a whole uh mining mechanic where you get materials to build your blocks when you're in the sky. It was it looks very interesting. I'm not sure if I would be a fan of it because it looks kind of confusing to me to be honest. But it looks really cool. I'm I'm excited to try it out. You know, test it a little bit, play around a little bit.
0: Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes because um, it's more than just a couple new features. He's very. It, it looks like he'd be hard to 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 master, but once you did, he's great. Mm-hmm. He can do everything from he can fight you with a sword, pickaxe, shovel, all that stuff. But then each the one of those the items, the tools, and then the swords themselves have the four different qualities of like wood. I don't remember all the different ones but like wood, wood gold, stone, wood, stone, gold, and diamond. I think that's iron, what it was. gold, diamond. So like I said, it's five then. Right. Um, and then basically you're, you're digging in the ground of any level and you can get those resources and then you can build this, the weapons and the tools accordingly and everything else. But uh, but he can do everything. It's like, it's like Minecraft, you know, exploded inside of super smash brothers i know and so it's more than just you can, they brought steve over it's right. really
1: like a conversion it, it, it's really cool
0: yeah it's exactly so it's more than just they brought steve uh steve can or alex steve or Alex mm-hmm. can build blocks and then go high up into t- the to the into the air he's a really bad jump but then he can go up high in the air like building a platform anybody who's played minecraft knows if you want to just dig yourself out of a tunnel you just you know jump build jump build jump build ends mm-hmm. the same way in smash you jump build yep. jump build and depending on if you're using uh, dirt or if you're using uh, steel um, it'll only last a few seconds before it deteriorates under your feet but you can quickly you know log or block your enemy into a box and trap them and everything else or protect yourself within a box if you wanted to but you can build platforms you can you know going vertical horizontal um, you can get uh, you can actually lay down a, a mine track and get it in a mine cart oh, yeah. and quickly uh, jump in there the and clear, yeah, clear the map. Um, or
1: they also were like putting other people in the mine carts, and then when they were in the minecart they couldn't do anything and it, like drove them off. Oh the yeah, side. <laughs> so you would you would jump in the mi- you'd create a mine cart, jump in
0: the mine cart, you know, right at halfway, jump out, and then anybody it, it crashes into, they actually fall into it and they're trapped and it takes them off the end. um All kinds of crazy cool stuff. um You have a you have a crafting table. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it's. It's really cool, everything they did with them. Like, I don't know of any other player in, in Smash Brothers from any franchise that has that is this detailed yeah, I was as far know, as yeah. from their game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more than just Link having a bow or, or right. a sword or a boomerang or Mario having, you know, a cape or, you know, mm-hmm. the um, fireballs or whatever else. I mean, this is... The, probably the, and I can't think of anyone else. I mean, he's got to be the most detailed character.
1: Yeah. And what they do with lots of the different fighters in the game is like, um, you know, Donkey Kong and Bowser, they'll have really similar attacks. Mm-hmm. The animation will just be a little bit different. So I was expecting Steve. That's why I had such low expectations. I was expecting Steve to just be, you know, the Steve same. Steve with the sword. The same, the same like uh, mechanics as mm-hmm. Link. But it would just look lame because he's Steve, and I was like, well, "What are they gonna do with this?" But they completely, like you said, super detailed. Completely went away from what I was expecting. They didn't just tie buttons to already, uh, you know, right. already planned mechanics. They completely read it as like a mechanics. whole new character. It, he's so really far, cool.
0: he's so far out there that I, I'd be curious how long it takes before they allow him into like the official smash brother tournaments that they do. Mm. Like whenever they bring a new character in, they always have to wait a little bit. Like I remember when they brought hero in from dragon quest, uh, they had to wait a little bit because he has different abilities that he can summon up and call up and everything else. Steve is so far in, le- out there in left field. Whoops. My check so far out there in light uh, in left field that um, it, I, I, I mean, it almost looks game breaking, which I'm, I know they're going to do a lot of game balancing and everything else. Right. And but man, he looks like a character that if you can master him, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's amazing. Um so now that they're bringing Steve out, that's two of DLC wave two for Smash Brothers Ultimate, because you started with uh um Min uh, Min? Min Min, thank you, from ARMS. So who's next? Um I mean, because now that they brought Steve from Microsoft, I mean I mean I know it's like this point, now it's you're like, opening the gates. It's like yeah. what who, you know? I mean, I think I think it's still safe to say it needs to be somewhat tied to a Nintendo console. I mean, yeah. like 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 Joker. I mean, they do have Persona games on the 3DS, and uh, there's a, another. Uh, oh, my mind's going to blink right now, but another one that they brought bringing to the Switch, you know, whatnot. But what
1: other uh, characters do we think coming to Smash? Just, just name two uh, or three that you think. I really don't know. I think I mean, there's some that I think would be really cool. Like like who? Uh, well, I'm just looking at the Amiibos, and I think a Guardian from zelda would be cool i don't know how they would see
0: there are spirits already oh oh see i don't you can't bring somebody i I I don't mess with
1: the spirits or anything so i don't know about any of that. yeah you can't bring over somebody that's the spirits i can't Um, i can't
0: think of anybody from the from any of nintendo's franchises right now unless they brought over another arms character but they're not going to do that in dlc because they already brought the first arms guy out so i mean they brought somebody from arms they brought somebody from minecraft um could they bring somebody from diablo I think that'd be cool. i like, I mean. Tyrael they, or something. They, that'd be fun. Oh the, oh, the only person I can think of was Diablo oh. himself. But no, Tyrael would be fantastic. Oh, I would like Tyrael. I think that'd be cool. In his full, like, form, mm-hmm. you know. That'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that pop figure right there. Y'all, y'all go, uh, go up there and Google um, uh, Tyrael pop and uh, the vinyl figures, and you'll see them. I think that'd be great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, this came out of left field. So, like, I don't know at this point. I I know. I think it'd be great to see. Um, So, we did get our first two... uh, The the first two characters they brought to DLC Pack 1, which was, um, you know, Hero and then... Joker. Joker. And the the Amiibos finally came out. have them right here sitting at our desk. They look great. Um, And they did confirm... That Banjo Kazooie, another Microsoft right there, uh, Terry and Byleth, uh will be immortalized with their very own amiibo. And now this is going to be late next year. They're saying fall of 2021. I don't know why a whole year, other than I know COVID's still a really big deal and you know in, in you know around the world, and I know it's hitting uh, Japan real hard as well. Um, but. I i I say they just skip those losers no, 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 and no. go straight no, 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 no. to Min Min. No, no, no. I want I want my amiibos. I want my I'm go straight they're, to Min. They're Min-min. doing all the D L C one, I'm sure they'll do all the D L C two. But they one thing better. I do want to say on the Amiibos is that in looking at Joker and even Hero. Hero looked kind of boring online. The amiibo did, but I bought him anyway because you know I need my amiibos. Oh, um but he's so me. detailed. Mm-hmm. Like the facial features, his his shield, the hilt of his sword. He's nothing um, compared to Joker. Joker looks, Joker looks fantastic. So cool. He doesn't have this giant yellow stick under Link. You know? Yeah, I like Link. So so if you look at the amiibos and you look at like uh look up Link, he has this yellow Bar stick, stick. That, that holds him up. And I get it, it's for support. But then when you look at Joker, I mean he's got this.
1: They incorporated oh, the character. Gorgeous. Gorgeous into the beautiful. And they did that. With these newer Splatoon ones, yes, too, which yes. I really the, like.
0: The third run, well, not the third run, but the third set of uh, Splatoon in me was not the first one and not Splatoon 2, but when they did the, uh, what was that, that the expansion called uh, for Splatoon 2, Octo... Octo something. Yeah. Um, they look fantastic. This one, too. They look
1: great. I think it's just really cool, because they have the squids going up in the air, but like all the ink behind them, so that's the support, but it just looks cool, and yeah. like you said, it's not an ugly stick holding them up. Yeah.
0: No, the each amiibo come they every time they come out with the next set of amiibos, they're definitely more detailed. They look beautiful. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm looking at some of the Animal Crossing ones that look so lame. But like, couldn't you all have done a little bit better? Animal with Crossing that? in itself is kind of hey, lame. Sh-
1: <laughs>
0: Granted, you and I have not played it for like three months, but still, four months, whatever it's been.
1: It's been a minute, yeah.
0: Anyway, the, uh, new amiibos are coming out here in a year, uh, and surprisingly, you can still pick up Joker and Hero. Uh, Those Amiibos, from time to time, if you look at the right place. So so if I find links for those, I'll put them on the show notes. One point of correction. I forgot Tetris. Tetris is and will always be the number one best-selling game. It has sold an estimated 500 million copies. Wow. Half a billion. I mean, when you consider that before smartphones even came out and you had, like, Snake on your phone... Like when Nokia brought, you, mean, you don't even know what I'm talking about. You don't like even know, know the language <laughs> that I'm talking about. <laughs> Nokia. Nokia phones. like Yeah, there they were some of the coolest phones that became mainstream once everyone started getting cell phones. Anyway, they had a game called Snake on there. Well, before cell phones began to, you know, back when they were called cell phones, Jaden, not not smartphones, but uh-huh. cell phones because uh-huh. they worked off cellular towers.
1: Who calls them smartphones? It's just
0: phones now,
1: Padre. What? it?
0: no because you have cell phones and then you've got your landline and then you No, it's just a phone (laughs) anyway back then before you had smartphones and um after the phones evolved a little bit you could get these really cool well i say cool games on a screen literally like that big imagine like a silver dollar and that's Mm -hmm. the size of your screen and you've got like 16 bit colors and you think you're amazing because you're this little dot that's moving around but anyway Tetri- I said that just to say Tetris was even on phones like that. So uh, Tetris has sold an estimated 500 million copies. Okay, going back to Minecraft, uh, the thing I was just going to say, Grand Theft Auto 5, you know, I said is a very uh, high-seller game. It, it's out there. Everyone looks to it as the game to beat. has roughly 110, 115 million units sold. Minecraft has over 200 million it's almost double of Grand Theft Auto V. Wow, uh, it's it's insane. And then Tetris, you're looking at half a billion. So nice, way to go, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's actually a really cool documentary out there on. I think it's on
1: Netflix about Tetris. That's really cool. I understand why Tetris is so big. I don't like Tetris. I think it's. Boring oh man, I and remember. I remember first
0: playing Tetris on my original Game Boy. Uh, you know, pea green graphics you know in that black yeah, color yeah, yeah. but the music the the music was amazing and the music when, T- when tetris came on the N- nes is just so good you play the original tetris theme and you've got me hooked period hands down absolutely love it so um let's move on here um so in other news the nintendo switch animal crossing edition is actually back in stock surprisingly so so um, animal, Nintendo began to do a secondary run on the special edition Nintendo console for Animal Crossing. Um, I have it; that's what I use for my primary console. I talked about it um, before on the show. It originally came out uh, here in the states back in March of this year, and it was it sold out the same day it came out. Like there was there was no buying it. You pre-purchased it. The window was open for less than an hour, and it was already sold out all over. I mean, as far as U.S. places go, like. Best Buy, GameStop, uh, Walmart, Target, you know, Amazon. Yeah, even Amazon, they were selling out with, within an hour. Um, I missed out on that. So I went to a Best Buy right when they opened, walked in, uh, convinced the manager that he that he had to go look on the truck that hadn't even <laughs> been unloaded yet. Um, because he goes, I don't have any. We only have pre-orders and they sold out. And I said, I know, will you please just look for me? He looks on his and his little inventory app and he yeah. goes, huh. Says we've got two. And I said, or no, four. I said, i think it was four i said please go look for me he goes okay okay so he sends a guy out there i'm like grab it he gets it um i get ready to check out i don't have any of my cards on me like i have no i left everything at home Man. so but i did have my 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 phone um and then i needed i can not remember what happened i needed to do paypal or something i don't know what it was anyway um but i'm just sitting there trying to order it well the, the person helping me had an idea made a mistake. And so I'm sitting there for an hour trying to buy this console. And as I'm standing there trying to Mm -hmm. buy this console, I'm watching people come in, you know, not pre-orders, but come in picking up the remainder of the inventory, like the last three and walking out the door. And I'm like, I'm holding on. I'm literally, it was on the counter and my hand was on this, on the console. (laughs) Like I'm not letting this console go Mm -hmm. incredible. You know, it was hard to find. Well, they brought them back out uh, last week. I think it was. And, they sold out immediately online everywhere. Same thing. GameStop, Walmart, Target, Amazon, Best Buy, you know all everywhere, those places. Right. Sold out everywhere. But then they came back in stock. And then they sold out immediately. Then the next day, they came back in stock. And then they sold out immediately. And then they came back in stock.
1: See, Nintendo's focusing on this stuff. They need to be focusing on bringing Min Min Amiibo out. Forget this Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> and Forget these Animal Crossing Switches. Give us our Min Min thingy. What no, oh, never mind. Well, I I saw something weird. here's the thing if, if
0: you're interested, if you'd never bought a custom switch and you're interested, you love Animal Crossing and you would like a, it, to me, it's one of the most beautiful uh, themed switches. It's just they they really outdid themselves with that console. Um, and if you want one, now is the time to get it. And so I'm going to put links in the show notes to Amazon. They tend to be the site that I've been watching that restocks them. Uh, Quickest compared to the other companies, and I'll put a link directly right there in the show notes. By the way, I need to, I've never done this disclaimer, and I really need to uh, whenever we put links in the show notes uh, for anything sold on Amazon. now, if it's sold by Nintendo or anywhere else, um, there's no we don't get any compensation whatsoever. We do have we do set up affiliate links with Amazon, which basically just means this it doesn't cost you an extra dime, It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it puts a very little bit in our pocket when you buy using our show notes. so, uh, whenever you can, we've got you know sh- switch screen protectors on there, um, some of the best ones, memory cards, um, different games we'll pu- put on there from time to time, things like this, the Animal Crossing console we'll put that in there, um, and if you can, it always helps the show out if you can do it. We don't get any sponsorship from Amazon; it's more of just like an affiliation program. So if you anything that you can do to help us, that that would be great. So, um, but like I said, for the link for the console, we will
1: put that into the show notes for you guys. So anyway. Uh, Jay, why don't you go and take this next one? Alrighty. Speaking of Amazon, uh, they have several new great Nintendo Switch games on sale for twenty five percent off. That's a fourth of the price, guys. If y'all aren't good at you know fractions and stuff, because I know I struggle with that. 25% off. That's a bunch. Let's say... Well, these are
0: first-party Nintendo games. These are, yeah, these Make are sure
1: legit we, Nintendo yeah. games, right? Dragon Quest Builders 2. Awesome game. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Great game. Super Makes me fun. Mad. Makes me mad. That's <laughs> um, it's a great game. <laughs> Zelda Breath of the Wild, which everyone knows what that Another. is. Best game ever. Um, 25% off. So, you know, these are, like, full-price Nintendo games. Breath of the Wild, 60, 60 bucks, yeah. right? If you're talking a fourth off of that... That's what fifteen dollars off. Fifteen dollars. So only forty five bucks for that game, right? And you're getting
0: top notch games. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze uh, received uh, a bunch of eights and nines when that game came out. Came out. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders two gets a lot of nines, and then Breath of the Wild one uh, game of the year, so game of the year for multiple for game awards shows. You know, you perfect know. tens, and masterpiece, mm-hmm. and so uh, Nintendo first party
1: games rarely go on sale, and so I. Again, these will be if y'all in haven't picked the this up links yet. In the show notes, So definitely go do that now. 45 bucks that's that's a steal. Yep.
0: Uh, Pikmin 3 is coming out the end of this month. Uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, to be specific, and you can actually play it right now. So, Pikmin 3 Deluxe is an updated version of uh, a former Wii U exclusive, which is just Pikmin 3, that brings the original game to the Switch with a number of updates, improvements. Um, now, the full game won't be available until, like I said, the end of this month, October 30th. However, you can get a demo right now. Out. And here's what's cool. Unlike most demos, if you download this demo and then play, and I love Pikmin three. I or not, I haven't played Pikmin, Pikmin three. I love Pikmin. Played the first two. Hey Pikmin. Hey Pikmin does not count. That game was whatever. It was okay. It was it was okay. Okay. But the other Pikmins were fantastic. Love those games. Um, if you play the demo and you get so far you, and you save, it will tra- your save file will transfer over to the main game, which is really cool. That means I can start playing Pikmin tomorrow because i haven't downloaded the demo i'll download the demo tonight i can mm-hmm. play pikmin 3 deluxe tomorrow um and then once my game you know i've already pre-ordered it so once it launches on my switch on october 30th it resumes my saved game so you don't start back over i'm super excited about this
1: um you know i'm glad you are you've been talking about it a lot recently and to be honest i didn't believe you that lots of people liked it because it seems really weird and boring um but i was talking to uncle johnny <laughs> the didn't other day did believe your padre no because you say every game is great. So, you know, I was kind of I do <laughs> not. I I have I have negatively I've, reviewed I've games on the games, show yeah. before. But I was talking to Uncle Johnny the other day and he was like, "Oh, I'm super excited for Pikmin. And I was like, okay, <laughs> You're so like, there's Where did this come from? There's someone else in the world that likes this game? Okay. So, um, you know, I don't know anything about this game, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to speak like I have experience. It just seemed kind of weird to me. But uh, apparently there's like a lot of people that like it. So, like you said, it's 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 okay. it's it's out.
0: They're bringing over a split multiplayer that you can do in the story in the story mode, which is so cool because Pikmin. Um, it's a fun game. Um, it's not it's not slow, but the gameplay. If you're just watching, like like I, if I was playing it and like having just the best best of all times, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there watching, you could be thinking this game is so boring. But you can do co op split screen story mode in this game, oh. and you can be playing with me to help me collect the different Pikmin and the different parts to the spaceship and things like that. The game is so good. Like, I can't wait to play this with you so you can have the sparkle in your eye and go, ah, Pikmin is amazing. Mm, I
1: doubt there will be any sparkle in my eye.
0: Well, you know what? You can, you can, you can try it anyway because it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a fun game. Um, and here's something interesting that I have not seen in demos. If you finish the demo, so if you basically, you know, you beat the demo, you'll instantly unlock a new difficulty that will be available in the full game called Ultra Spicy Difficulty. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> ultra spicy. Wow. It's like Cholula, but like, you know, the brand or the the uh, a hotness they don't even sell at Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Mexico only. You have to import it type of stuff. Yeah. Ultra spicy. It, it looks like I can't wait to try it out. So it's Pigment um, 3.
1: Yeah. I mean, it sounds great. You know that when they call their difficulty ultra spicy, it's a serious game. It's, it, absolutely. This is for real. So if y'all are looking to buy this game... I wouldn't take that decision lightly, all right? Ultra spicy. All (laughs) I can think about is that in Pikmin, if you've played it, you know what I'm talking about. There's like, there's red,
0: blue, well, in the original, there was like red, blue, yellow, and then um, green, I think. Um, They've added other colors like purple and black over the time um but each one has different vulnerabilities and everything else like white like blue can get into water and not drown but the other ones will drown red can walk through fire and not burn but the other ones will burn and it's so sad to watch your pikmin burn like they they accidentally they get near fire and they catch on fire and then they they run around with the tops of their heads on fire
1: oh okay see i thought you meant actually <laughs> burn. terrible
0: that's that's nothing padre any well the other ones drown they actually drown mm. Okay. Anyway, but when they say ultra spicy, that's the only thing I could think of. Where the go, Yeah, I was
1: going to say, this really is ultra spicy. Running around
0: everything else. This is a great game, and this is going to be a great game for uh, any ages, but for parents to pick up with younger kids and play. And so, uh, you know, as you're listening to the show, put this on your wish list. I mean, it's going to be an awesome game. So um, let's move on, talk about some of the games we've been playing this week. We've already mentioned Breath of the Wild, which Caleb is eating up like yep. crazy. Um, and so Caleb playing that? did that make you want to go back and play some more, or what, um, what got you back in playing?
1: Well, you know, I never really wanted to stop playing. It's just one of those times where you play and then I beat the divine beast again, and so I was like, okay, um, yeah. And then, you know, other games come along, you get distracted. But, yeah, I mean, I'm oh, I I Oh, I, I am the king of being distracted right. and
0: jumping between, grain, right. between games.
1: Right. I'm always up for, you know, a little Breath of the Wild, you know. Um, my only thing is the shrines. I just get so tired. I think I have, I think I said like 62, 64, something like that. Um, that's the only thing about the game that just annoys me. But, yeah, I'm always down for some Breath of the Wild. Uh Definitely seeing Caleb and, you know, a little bit with Uncle Johnny playing it um, made me want to get back into it. So who knows? I might jump back in there a little bit, do a few more shrines, couple of quests. You never know.
0: So I've actually had a little bit of time off recently, um, uh, about a week. And then um, and I just I jumped into Switch because I haven't played Switch in a while. I haven't had time to play Switch. Mm-hmm. And I've played a little bit of everything. I was going through my play log, and actually I've played a ton of stuff. I've played... Um, uh, put a lot of time into Ari and the secret of seasons that that's actually a game that I put some time into and then stopped because the game really was broken and we were going to do a review of this game about a month ago. And I was, it's just, it wasn't ready. And so, uh, contacted a few people. They let me know this uh, patch was on its way. Patch came out, fixed a lot of the bugs. We're actually looking to do a review of this game next week. That's Ari and the secret of seasons. And so if you've heard some bad things about it, hopefully I've got some good news for you next week, but I've been playing. Again, R.A. Secret of Seasons. I've been playing Dead or Alive Extreme 3, which is an old game that I've played back in the day, and it's just kind of fun playing it on the Switch again. Uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Oh, my gosh. I I talked about how the Mario N64 I never really got into, and now I'm pushing my way through it and enjoying it. I've played so much more of this game. I am so tempted to go play super mario sunshine i want to play sunshine so bad but i'm i'm determined to beat 3d all-stars which by the way i'm having a blast the camera controls his movement still bug me a little bit because it's like the first generation of all that 3d gaming mm-hmm. but having a blast have you played that yet no i no no mm. you haven't though i haven't played switch you know you need you need the to have a, I... you need to have a switch day with me We need yeah. to, we need to go sit at a coffee shop Put on our, our COVID masks and play some COVID masks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make light of COVID. My mother-in-law had COVID. So it's like it hit close to home. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, it's a little like, it's real. It's a big deal. And but, I'm not making light of it. I'm just, you, gotta, you still have to live life. And so right. sometimes I've got to bust out of the house, go sit at a coffee shop, you know, sneaky drinking, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, so 3D All-Stars, um, another game we're doing a review on, Party Hard 2, played some of that one. I will tell you up front that I'm terrible at that game, but it looks like a great game. Which one? Um, it's called Party Hard 2. Uh, you haven't played I that one what yet. what you said. No, I don't it's called, see it on the... It's not, it's not on the list. Oh, I was um, like, wait, what is he even talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I dipped my toe into Fire Emblem Three Houses, because I still, that's a game oh, yeah. that I still haven't even gotten close to beating. I played like six hours when it first launched, and then that was it seriously you've yeah. talked about that one a lot for only six hours oh uh, maybe even more like 15 i but, need to go back and look <laughs> but but at this point i've got to start it over
1: because i don't remember uh, the story at that's all. what you said last time i, I remember know. you said that i remember you but said there's that all these time. great
0: games coming out like um so for example like uh, ari and the secret and the secret of seasons we'll talk about, about that one right now but um very unique game put a lot of time into that one uh, twice uh, Super Mario 3 All-Stars, I'm loving. Uh, Hades, oh my gosh, I am loving Hades. I don't have time this week to talk about it. I'll talk about it next week, but Hades is amazing. Do yourself a favor. Don't wait for it to go on sale. Just go buy it right now. Doesn't matter what console you want to buy it on, Hades rocks, and it plays extremely well on Switch. It feels like it's made for Switch, and, and, it, and I prefer in handheld mode versus dock. It looks, it's amazing. I've been playing a lot of that. Um, oh, Super Mario Brothers, uh 35, um, you know that game oh, that's yeah. out? I played it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the first time I, I finished in the top 20, uh, the second time I finished in the top seven. And so, and I think the last, I mean, then I played it for quite a while and I think the best it got was like top three, really dig that game. And I'm going to be mad when Nintendo takes it off the eShop in March, because that's what they're currently saying, that it won't Mm -hmm. be even playable. Um, I hope they don't do that, but really, really loving that game. Uh, it's free to play and download right now. All you need to have is a Nintendo Switch online membership, so definitely check that game out. Um, I started playing Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen again. That's a game I started a while back. Um, loving it. I know, too many games I've been playing lately.
1: Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I've just been in Zelda. Like, What in the world? <laughs> uh,
0: Yee's Origin. Um, it's a, uh, a game that has a long-standing franchise, cult classic, Plays amazing on Switch, loving it. I'll be doing a review for that game here in the next couple of weeks, um, and then I've uh, been playing since I've been back home. I've been playing Torchlight Two, Minecraft Dungeons with Caleb and Micah, um, and then I've been playing a ton of Windbound, which we'll talk about here later on in the show. But yeah, I actually have a big play history that I've been I've been messing around with. I'm trying to see if there's any other games that I've missed on here, which you and I need to start the next Batman. I just realized that I'm looking at that right uh, yeah. now. Yeah, maybe this 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 weekend if we've got some time, that'd be fun to play. But yeah, I've been playing all kinds of games, having a lot of fun there. So um anything else, Jay, you've been playing you want to throw out there?
1: Nothing else. No? Just that. Just that. I did well, I think I did like four shrines. Did four shrines? Uh, well, yeah. good
0: for you, Jaden. Thank you. Good for you. Um we went and saw Tenet.
1: We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I really don't know to be honest. Um, it was confusing, and oh my gosh, my ears! Latest latest movie out from Christopher Nolan. I don't know who that is. I know he did Batman, um, but that name means nothing to me. I know I saw it like on the big you know Inception, screens yeah, that the they have. AMC. It said games. real big Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. I
0: was like, good for you. He also did Inception and um, uh Dunkirk. Uh, a mind drawing blank right now. Um. Yeah. So we went and saw that actually in an IMAX theater, which was hilarious because I don't know how many. I don't know what the capacity is for that screen. Probably over two hundred people. I mean, it's just that's what that's like. They're one of their largest screens at the theater. It's
1: huge. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably over two hundred people. I'm guessing
1: seating I mean, the screen looked good.
0: Um, and I think we were we were two out of like maybe seven people. Yeah, I was going to say like eight. Yeah. <laughs> seven or eight people. Um, and I mean, obviously the social distancing, they had, you know, you, you, whatever you buy, they then block off all the seats before mm-hmm. you, behind you and on either side of you. But, um, um, I, I think I liked the movie.
1: Oh, I definitely <laughs> liked it. Um, it was good. It was just, oh, I
0: need to see it a second time.
1: It was confusing. It's one of those movies where it's like, a, there's, uh, it's really deep, like the yes. whole yes. explanation of everything. Um, so that was, you know, in itself is confusing, but also the experience was just very crippling. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Explain what you mean by that. By yeah. Yeah. So we're in the theater, right? You said IMAX, which if you don't know, you know, uh, it's a big, big old screen, you know? Um, and it looked great. You know, we had good seats. It looked great. You know, huge big old screen it's not 3d but it almost has a 3d right it looks it's It's really weird It uses imax technology yeah um so we're there i was like this is gonna be cool and then like the opening scene of the movie is uh these people you know with guns so you know they're shooting guns which
0: i'm sorry go ahead
1: if they're shooting guns and if uh you're a person then i'm sure you know that guns are loud um, so the f- opening scene is lots of guns being shot. So that's already loud, but multiply the loudness by like 800. It was super duper loud. It was too loud. It, it was, was too loud. Like I was like, my eyes were squinting because I was in pain. So I had this, like it hurt. I had this thought
0: and now you mix sound at church. And so you may get this, you, this may make sense to okay. you. Um, Again, think about that. I don't know how many people it holds, but I would guess that that screen holds easily 200 plus people. Right. The more bodies you add to the room, the more they absorb the sound. You know, whenever that's how it works. Right. Well, you know, for example, you know, whenever you mix sound at church before anybody gets there, it's echoey. And then more people that get there, the less echoey it is and everything else. Well, Maybe. in an empty room, you turn the volume up really loud. the more people you, th- you throw in there, it's gonna be right. buffering it, you're putting people in there who become acoustic soundboarding uh-huh. basically okay so I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons why it it felt, was so loud because it, it felt turn it felt way too loud like, they mixed it like if it was a full theater right it was blaring loud and so the movie starts like Jaden was saying with gunfights it starts with them you know fighting in kitchens and you know a lot of martial arts things going on close combat. And it was so Screaming, loud. Screaming,
1: it was terrible.
0: And because of all... <laughs> because of all... <laughs> yeah, it was. Because of the, the sheer volume of the, of the screams and the shots and everything else, it made it very hard to follow some of the dialogue. Because then your ears are ringing and you're trying to hear. It's like one of those movies that you watch and there's been a grenade or a mortar shot going off yeah. behind them. And they're like... Jaden, just get up on your feet. And you're like, what? Yeah. there was a phase going on. That's what it was like. You know, we were like, you know. We I almost just covered it. my ears it was, until it the was gun really this fighting was over. It was really I was loud. like,
1: I can really consider it. I was like, I can't. I had, this, you know, movies just I'll do starting. one more
0: than you. I actually thought about pulling out my AirPods and putting on noise cancellation really? and putting them in my ears just to like block some of it out yeah, yeah it was pretty bad guys um but that wasn't on the movie i think that was just the theater they no, had yeah, no, no, no yeah no yeah the, think the so. movie uh is very in my opinion very well written yep. um it's cool they don't take cheap shortcuts um and and if you, i'm not going to spoil anything but if you watch the previews for it uh it, there's it's not I, I thought you'd be like normal action things and then there's this ability that reversed actions and it's not like that they literally find a way to inverse the universe and to inverse objects. Um, so if you shoot a bullet, the inverse of that would be the bullet coming back to the gun. And it, I know it sounds like I'm just saying it reverses, but it's not. It's the inverse of it. So it's, it's the inverse super of cool. It's an inverted
1: f- fashion. Of everything. It was, it was really super, super cool. cool. Um, talking about it again makes me want to go watch it again. Well, I don't want to go. I want to wait till it's out, oh. then I'll buy it. Then we'll watch it here. That way, at <laughs> right. an acceptable volume. At an acceptable right. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 it was really, really, really cool. I was conf- I didn't know what was going on the first portion of the movie. Um, I guess I just wasn't really paying attention enough. Um, this was one. More- so okay, see, this was one of those movies where you really actually have to listen. Y- yes. <laughs> I have a bad habit of kind of zoning out when I'm watching movies because it's just a movie. You know, you're chilling. Watching anything. Right. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to. It's just a movie. You're supposed to be enjoying yourself. You shouldn't have to purposefully focus.
0: Which is why if you want to fall asleep in the middle of Sonic the Hedgehog at the movie theater at Dolby Atmos and the
1: Incredible Recliners, that's what it's there for. Exactly, right. (laughs) They can't, I mean, they can't give you those comfy chairs and not expect half the audience to fall asleep. True. Anyways... This is one of those movies where you have to pay attention. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. This is one of those movies that makes you want to pay attention. Um Great movie. I didn't know that until we got a little bit into the movie. So then I started paying attention and it started following a little bit be- a little bit better. Still didn't follow all the way. Um, but this is one of those just a warning if any of y'all like going to see it tomorrow or anything. Uh make sure you pay attention, you know. Listen with your ears and pay you know, look with your eyes and Crisscross apples, apples in your basket. You know the whole thing, because it's a really it's 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 kind of confusing to be honest. I was so lost. I really was. I haven't been that we, lost. We, in, we a movie in a We get about halfway while.
0: through the the. I'm trying to find the the runtime. <laughs> yeah, it's two and a half hours. So we get about an hour into it, uh, maybe hour twenty, maybe close to hour forty five. And I'm thinking the movie's about to be over, and then they oh. then something big happens, and I'm like. Oh, this movie just got really cool. I was even more confused right there. But but also very confusing because it was hard to follow everything up to that point. It's definitely a movie you'll want to see a second time. It's currently sitting at 71% in Rotten Tomatoes with critics, 76% with users. I do think that score is going to go up because there hasn't been that many viewers like us going out and seeing just because of COVID and everything else. And I do think the critics review, I think that's probably going to go up a little bit more as well. Um, It's well written. It's not cheap. Like they didn't take any cheap dial or cheap uh, shortcuts, you know, to make right. point A to point C make sense, and so um, really liked it.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it was it was definitely really good, and all the combat was really cool. Um, it was just it was a really cool movie. Like I said though, it was just very confusing, and I still didn't understand everything. Yeah, yeah, but it was good.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's out in theaters right now. PG thirteen. Common Sense Media gives it a rating of a. Uh, 14 and up, which, Jaden, you're 15, so you're good to go. <laughs> um, I put Catboy Bebop on here because I have yet to finish that show. And the problem is the first time I watched it, I, I mean, like this should be obvious. Episode 2 builds on Episode 1, 3 on 2, 4 on 3, 5 on 4. So in other words, each episode builds into this ongoing story. I didn't realize until halfway through the first time of watching it of like, oh, wait a minute, that's the same character from Episode 1. Oh, she's a part of their pack now. Wait, how did she get a part of their pack? So I stopped watching it. I was so confused. Exactly. Where were you? Were you watching? Where was I? I don't know. I was enjoying the episodes, but (laughs) I guess I watched them so far apart it didn't make sense. I thought they were just like Um. to me they're all these standalone episodes. Um, And then I I start watching it a second time months later, enjoying it, and then I set it back down. So when I had uh, this week off, I you know last or last couple weeks I was like I'm gonna watch this again. So I'm, I'm starting it all over from, from episode one. I'm three episodes in, so I'm determined to finish it. Good for you. And then um, I also started Star Trek Lower Decks, uh, which I have to say, it, now this is a CBS, CBS all-access show, so you have to have a subscription to CBS all-access. Um, just FYI, anybody out there that has an Apple TV, has an iPad, iPhone, Mac, whatever, uh, you can p- pay for Apple TV Plus. I think it's, I don't know, something ridiculous, 10 bucks a year or something. I don't know. It's dirt cheap. Two dollars a month. I don't know what it is. It, it's, nice. If you buy a new Apple product, you get a year for free. So I don't know what it is. We've we've never paid for it, but it's really cheap. But if you have a membership, we've never paid for it. It's just always free. Um, we have a lot of Apple products. But what I'm saying is, uh, if you're on the fence about, about about trying out the show, because CBS All Access is yet another streaming service for ten bucks a month. If you're an Apple all uh, Apple TV subscriber, um, you actually can get both CBS All Access and Showtime for ten dollars. Which makes each one by themselves like five bucks, so it's totally worth trying it out. Um, I am really liking this show. I tried getting you to watch the first episode with me, and then it got cut off halfway through it because our, internet, our, or internet or something yeah. messed up. But um, what I was really liking about it was that it took everything that was the <laughs> you know if you took the the high road majestic approach of Star Trek, especially uh next generation Gene Roddenberry uh, seasons one through three where everybody's just very, you know, it's it's uh, professional. It's up uh, uptight. What what did I just see recently? Um um it was a preview for some show, um and it was somebody in the UK and she said something like uh what do we have the monopoly on snob on snobness or something like that along those lines? And I remember thinking that's kind of funny because you know it's just you know every every time you see anything for the UK it's just very proper and yeah, prim, yeah. not not a bash. I think I think that's cool, but that's how Star Trek Next Generation is like the first three seasons and even all of them. Their captain's very prim and proper, and mm-hmm. you know we are a far advanced civilization now in the, you know, you know hundred years, two hundred years, three hundred years in the future. Um, and then you got lower decks, which is like yeah let me see how how Star Trek really happens behind the curtains that nobody sees after first contact, let me tell you what really takes place. And so, like even the opening uh intro of any Star Trek, they always have these these you know
1: big old majestic big old
0: majestic openings of this mm. uh, you have know, the Enterprise or Voyager or whatever flying through the stars going through a you know this colored gas in the middle of space and and just shooting out the other side looking amazing and the intro of this you see them yeah. like bumping into rocks a meteor yeah. shower and then they you know go through the gas just to find out there's an alien on the ship and you know and they they, they warp into a big borg fight you know with romulans fighting everything else and they get attacked one time whether do do? they turn around and they leave you know it's not it's, it's not it's not the enterprise you grew up with type of a thing But I really am enjoying it. So what did you think?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think it was a really cool, I think what they're going for is a really cool concept, how they're just like making fun of the whole series and our serieses. Yeah. And uh, making it more like -like Mm person-like because it's been forever since I saw Star Trek. But what I remember of it, it was really like just, Weird, like it was really robot y. Like everyone just kind of spoke monotone, and they were all just kind of like you said, like really you know, uh, professional. And no one well, they're like the military, right? But for exploration, science purposes, which science is garbage in itself. So, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but I just really like this one, it's funny. Um, it is funny. They're making fun of all the people up on the deck. Uh, I feel I felt like it on was the br- on the bridge. On the bridge, right? I feel like it was more uh, person person like, more relatable, more mm-hmm. you know everything like that, which uh, is always fun. So I'm curious to see.
0: We've only seen the first episode, and you've seen only half of it. So mm-hmm. I I want to watch some more before next week and get like two, three more episodes under our belts and see how the the show's going. I have heard from a few people who are like Star Trek purists. Like these are the people who get upset where if, like for example, like if they, here's the thing you take any show and and I'm bad about, bad about this about Star Wars, but like people who are big on Star Trek, um, there's there's a few guys actually go to our church are big big on Star Trek and you change something in a new season, a new series, a new movie. That's not how they looked in next generation or it's not how they looked in the original Star Trek. And I'm like, yeah but you know technology changes i don't know i mean i'm sure people have the same excuses over star star wars you know things um, i get upset about with george lucas changing things Yoda. you know right. right but um and they're like yeah they don't like the show already they're like it doesn't feel star trek and i'm like i love it it's the underbelly of star trek yeah. it's you know um i'm loving it
1: i yeah i think it's i don't know man if you don't like it, then that's your thing. That's cool, but I think it's great.
0: Well, it is rated TV 14, and so before you let your kids watch it, you know, mom, dad, go and make sure you watch it first and see if it fits for, you know, your family, what y'all look at. Oh, yeah, which
1: so. you weren't expecting at all. I remember a few weeks ago yeah. when we first you first looked at it. Well,
0: yeah, because when those first, uh, before even episode one came out, or maybe right after episode one came out, it said uh, rated TV mature. Which most streaming services nowadays, seems like everything is M.A., you know, mature audience. <laughs> and it drives me nuts And because normally it's filled with all kinds of nonsense. And so I was really disappointed because I wanted to watch the show. And then I, after, so I haven't watched it. And then they come out with, I think, I don't know how many episodes are out right now, like seven or something, seven or eight. And it said TV-14. I'm like, wait, what? So I watched it first before I let you watch it just to make sure. And I'm like, okay, yeah, so this is like PG-13, whatever, but... Definitely not mature audience. Like, okay, all right, this is cool. This is cool. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they don't do anything later down the road that makes me regret that. But yeah, really liking it. All right, so we've caught up on, I feel like two weeks worth of show stuff and and talking about it. So uh, we won't take as long talking about this next segment here, but I do want to talk about uh, survival games specifically. So survival games, um, they've exploded over the last few years, uh, they're appearing on every gaming console, every smartphone, or as Jaden likes to call them, they have to just call
1: phones. Well, who goes around saying, look at my smartphone? You just say phone. Well, you say, well, it's, well, you, you say iPhone. Unless those, like, Android users. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna spark a whole on you. Go ahead. I know. I'm not gonna spark a whole debate right now (laughs) or anything like that. But I'm just gonna point out one thing, okay? Okay. One thing. People who have Android have to constantly bring up the fact of iPhones are too expensive. Androids have more features. This and that. IPhones are fragile. Blah blah blah. You never see iPhone users going around comparing the two, do you? No. No, it's the Android users. Which means they're insecure about their Androids. (laughs) Why the heck else would they bring them up?
0: So mark the time of the show, 53 minutes. Uh, Jaden's talking about Android users being insecure. I'm so just saying. I'm gonna, I, I want a list of all your friends who have Androids, and uh, phones, and then I'm going to send them a link to the show and say listen to the 53-minute
1: mark. Um I'm just saying. I mean, you know, there's always a big debate, you know, Android I agree. and Apple. I, I But no, you no. never see iPhone users going around saying, oh my gosh, this is so much better than Android. Why do y'all get Androids? You always see the Android users going around out of nowhere just being like, ha, yours is fragile. Ha, yours is overpriced. Ha, less features. It's like, dude, I don't care. I love my phone. Right. It's like, I can like my phone. You can like your phone. I don't care. That's okay. Cool. Well,
0: getting back on just the subject saying. here. Anyways. Where, where, what is... So proud of you! You're you're 15, and I have successfully brainwashed you to <laughs> be a Mac head. There you go. Anyway, okay. What, what were we talking about? <laughs> about survival games. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> um. Anyway, again, they're on every console, PC, Mac, smartphone, whatever. Uh. And again I'm there's so many. I'm just gonna go down a list of some old ones and some modern ones. Games like uh, Don't Starve, This War of Mine, Scum, Ark: Survival Evolved, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, Daisy, Minecraft, uh, Subnautica, um, uh, Alien Isolation, The Long Dark, Don't Starve. Uh you some people which I disagree with, some people even include Resident Evil into the the um survival franchise. Um, to me it's a, a good survival game for me is a game where you basically start with nothing or next to nothing, you build yourself up, but then any moment you could die and lose everything and have to start over. Um, that's a survival game to me. Um I was trying to think of some other great indie ones, and there's just there's too many to count. Um, technically, even Minecraft would be considered. Um,
1: yeah, i you played on survival mode, which I always right. did. Which na- which
0: you would technically, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, mm-hmm. and you would lose everything. So it is the biggest survival game of all time, <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. Good point. <laughs> more blocks built, more deaths mm-hmm. combined, whatever else. Um, and so looking at survival games, Jade and I wanted to look at some of our favorite survival games that we've played. Um, you've heard Jaden talk a lot about. Yeah, that's what you
1: already know what we're going to talk about. Arc Survival
0: evolved, so I'm going to let him kind of talk about that one. It is rated T for teen. Um, and I'm and so we're only going to talk about really two of them in depth, and that's Arc. You can get that on Nintendo Switch, which by the way, don't get it on Switch no. anywhere but Switch. I love anywhere Arc, but, but Switch. No. Um, you can also buy it on PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Steam, iOS, and Android. Again, um, forget iOS, Android, and Nintendo Switch, and just go go play it on Xbox or PlayStation. Xbox, that, yeah. That's, where you, that's where you need to play it. Um, and then the other game I want to talk about, which I mentioned earlier, is Windbound, which um, now this is my pick just because, uh, and I'll talk about it here in a minute, uh, it, it combines a lot of elements that I like from survival games, and it, it's very nostalgic to me to some past games that I grew up with. And, uh, and I will say up front that for Windbound, I was provided a review code for this game. Um, and for anybody who's listening, when I get ready to talk about Windbound, I know when the game first came out, there was a lot of performance issues across all platforms. I mean, all of them, even Switch. Uh, and they've released some patches since then that have really upped the performance quite a bit. That makes makes me very, very happy gamer. So, um, a lot of different survival games that we've <laughs> talked about. Gamer. Happy gamer.
1: Well, I always hear, like, happy camper. No, Is Happy, happy gamer. gamer. It makes me a
0: happy gamer. Um, lots of great survival <laughs> games out there. I'm sure you have some of your favorites. would love for you to write into the show. You know, hey dad at DadsGamingCorner.com. Send us what you think. Uh, some of your favorites. Love to read them on the show. But just with these two right here, Ark, Survival Evolved, and then Windbound, um, I want us to talk about what kind of captures... You know, what it is about these games that really capture our attention. So, Jay, why don't you start us off with Ark?
1: Okie dokie. Um, okay, so Ark Survival Evolved. You know, I've talked about this a lot, like you mentioned. So, you all know how much I love Ark and everything. Um. I think one of the main reasons Ark uh, was one of those games for me is because it's really the first survival game I played. I mean, you know, I played, like, Minecraft Survival Mode. But even the music of Minecraft but, is gentle yeah. and soothing and, like... <sighs> yeah, and it's, it's Minecraft, like, it's... I don't know, man. It's it's just not the same. Like you're literally blocks. But uh so Ark is really the first survival game I like played. Uh so I feel like that's a big reason that it's like a big game for me. But this game is just great, right? You wash up on an island, you're this dude or girl, you know, whatever however you customize your person. Uh you wake up, you know, you sit up, you look at your wrist and there's like this weird thingy in your it's wrist. This gem right there. Right. And then you, you know, get up, you look around, and then it goes to your gameplay, you know, unless you control it. And that's like, that's all it is. So then you're kind of just on this place, and you're like, "Uh, what? So you start walking around, you know, then you realize uh, fairly quickly, I'd hope, that there's dinosaurs on the island, which I thought was cool. Yeah, you wake up on an island and you think it's modern time, right? But there's dinosaurs. There's T. Rexes everywhere, and uh, Parasaurs are a really common one. Uh, or like a Carnals. I hate Carnals. If y'all played Arc, you know how much of a pain the Carnals are. Anyways, um, yeah. So it's dinosaurs, which I thought was cool, and also they're real dinosaurs. They didn't just like make up random things. Like they're legit dinosaurs, which is really cool. Which yeah, they did their research. So props to Wild Card. Good for them. Um. But I really don't know why I love this game so much and why I played it so much. Uh, I I really don't know, but it was just one of those games that I would stay up till like 3 in the morning just taming one dinosaur, you know what I mean? Um, Because, you know, when I first started, I didn't really change the settings at all. And so can we like,
0: can you explain that because you don't play this yeah. like a survival game? Let's be honest. You oh, play, no, 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 you no, played no, this no, no, like no, no. almost like Animal Crossing or, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Talk Animal about Animal Crossing. Talk about how you play this game.
1: Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. All I did was boost the taming speed and uh, turn up the like brightness on the screen or whatever because it was super hard to see at times. If y'all have played. Y'all know that it can be kind of hard to see when it's nighttime and it's raining. It's really hard to see. So I just turned up the brightness in the game or whatever. And then I boosted the taming speed because y'all know some of those dinosaurs take forever. Like a Quetzal, if y'all ever tame a Quetzal, it's a big old flying thing. That thing takes forever. Some of these dinosaurs are just ridiculous.
0: So, okay, so outside of the dinosaurs, because uh, you can go too deep into this game, and I don't think anybody's going to know where you're at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you wake up on an island, um, everything is out to kill you. Dinosaurs are out to kill you. There's bugs that are out to kill you. There's oh my things, gosh, I forgot about the bugs. Yeah. yeah, bugs will kill you. There are things in the water that are out to kill you. weird shark things. Uh, huge, huge sharks. Yep. Um, the Sabre elements, the elements will kill you. It can get too hot. It can get too cold. Too cold yep. Um, I mean, it really is... It, I mean, it's called Ark Survival Evolved. It really is a survival game at its, its truest form. Um, and then the dinosaurs are out there to kill you and eat you.
1: Which doesn't help. You know. But you can
0: but you can train the dinosaurs, so you can then ride them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can use them to help carry, because you have an inventory system. Yep. Excuse me, you become overburdened and everything else. Um, and then you, what I, I thought was really cool, and this is right around... When I stopped playing, was that you could get uh, flying dinosaurs... And then ride them and fly all over the island. Oh yeah. And that and was it,
1: so cool. And it's really good too. It's not, you know, like weird or anything. You no, just it feels fly. great. It feels great. However, oh um Uh-oh. that's not what you do. That's not what who do.
0: You do. What do I do? I like one after you got into it so, so I started it on uh what was it called I can't remember what it's called on Xbox like early access or whatever yeah. I, or on Steam it's Steam early access I don't remember what it's called on Xbox something similar you basically you're you're, you're paying for a game while it's still in alpha or beta stages right. and we got it when it first came on Xbox I played it for a couple of weeks really liked it you kind of took over and so I let you have your thing and then I never really went back cuz you had your thing but but what you do is that you have all of these—it's like Noah's Ark, but instead of bringing two of each animal, you brought in some cases like ten of each dinosaur, uh-huh. and they're all. Here, <laughs> here's the thing: you're, you're fifteen. I don't even know what you're talking you're about. 15. I'm very lost. You're fi- I'm going there. You're fifteen. Okay. okay 15. Now, granted, uh, you did this a year or two ago, so you're probably 13. thirteen. But it's like you're Am playing. It's like you're playing when you're three again. So when yeah. here's the thing: when Jaden is three, was three, he would get <laughs> all of his toys, all yep. of his animals and whatnot and he would he would line them up in perfect rows mm-hmm. by kind color and then size yep. and if there was like a tile floor they would all be lined up in their own tile like perfectly aligned that's when he's three okay that's cute and some kind of and kind of weird <laughs> i guess there's some genius there that we don't we don't right. fully understand okay at 13 he's playing arc and what do i see okay. on, a, on our hold on no let me finish okay on our 60 inch television I see Jaden lining up, which I don't know mm-hmm. how you do it in ARC, but perfectly trying to line up all of his different all these dinosaurs. Different
1: and everything, yeah. By species, mm-hmm. by size. Okay, okay, by size. That's ridiculous. They're all the no. same size. No, no, you no. All I'm the different about, species like, by, are the same right. size. And you have, like the raptors,
0: and then what's smaller than the raptors will put them to the left. What's larger than the raptors will put them to the right. Okay. And you're like, well, that's just obvious. So you're right. doing the same thing you did when you were three. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay. This is a survival game. No, 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 and you're no. play, You're making your own personal zoo out no, of no, no, no. all this. No, no, no. See. Okay, go ahead.
1: If y'all have played art, y'all know. If Okay, so when I first started the game, right, I built a house not knowing what I was doing. I just randomly built a house, right? As I you, caught my house on, my house on fire. When I don't first know how day. you did that. Anyways, I built my house not knowing what I was doing. And as you get into the game, you need different materials like metal and stuff like that. So then I had to travel super far, uh, you know, across rivers and through trees and up a mountain to get metal, right? So All it right. took me a while to, for one trip to get metal, right? So, yeah, that's why I tamed, like, five or six of, of a certain type of dinosaur. Maybe that's why I had, like, four pteranodons because I needed them to go with me to carry the metal back and forth because I would fly, too. Um, that's why I had so many different types or if I had like three or four different saber tooths, it's because if I would take them to the snowy place, right? Lots of times they die from the packs of wolves that are in there. (laughs) So I would need a backup. Right. Um, I have my reasons, you know, this, like you said, it's a survival game. So everything I did in that game was with the intent to survive. Okay. So you're over here making fun of me and stuff. I have my reasons, and I did have I I oh, I say I have I did I I still have, uh, not every species. I have a bunch of them, tons of different uh, species of dinosaurs and everything tamed because uh, it's just like a it's like a collecting thingy, you know. You just gotta have gotta catch them all, like it's Pokemon or something, you know. Is but that what your thing is? Uh, collecting them. Yeah, I like to I like to have all the different ones, and I name them name them stuff. I have a bear. I called him Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I just, yeah, it was collecting. Just but then like, I is... would have like four or five of uh, a certain kind because I would take them with me when I would go on metal trips or anything. Y'all know what I'm talking. If y'all play Ark, you know what I'm talking about. All right, Let me just read. This stuff doesn't just pop out of trees. Like this, you have to okay. go get
0: it. Let me let me just read the description. Uh-huh. As a man or woman stranded, naked, freezing, and starving on the shores of a mysterious island called Ark, you must hunt, harvest resources, craft items, grow crops, research technologies, and build shelters to withstand the elements. Use your cunning, uh, use your cunning and resources to kill or tame the leviathan. Uh, dinosaurs, and other uh, primeval creatures roaming the land and team up with or prey on hundreds of other players to survive, dominate, and escape. So I guess there's a story to it, and you can't escape. That's the thing. You don't play the story mode of this.
1: No, 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 no. Okay, that's another thing I forgot to mention. Uh, I don't want there to be a story. I want to just do whatever the heck I want. And
0: you don't ever play with other players. Have you ever played co-op
1: on this thing? Mm Mm-hmm. I've played with like Caleb, but no, no, I mean like online. Yeah, I know because
0: I've right before I gave turned it over to you. I did play some of the online, which back then it was awful. Like the lag was terrible, and Mm then just the disconnects. But you'd get to some of these islands that people are living together with. I mean, they had these huge structures and all these. Yeah, I've seen some stuff. All these pins and
1: and fences and and dinosaurs were all like cornered off, and it looked really cool. But one thing I really enjoy about survival games, you know, whether it's Ark or Minecraft or Windbound, which I played with a little bit is you know you're by yourself and it's self-paced you know you can do whatever you want uh it's like i said whatever you want it's up to you you know your right. decisions so that's just something i really enjoy about survival games they're really relaxing to me to just you know go mine some metal chop down a tree get some wood go build me a little pickaxe you know it's uh really relaxing for me and satisfying and just you know, doing whatever I want. I feel like it's a survivor game, survival game. You know what I mean? Right. So you're not gonna be stranded on an island with a hundred different people, and y'all are gonna build a whole mansion. Um, I just enjoy playing by myself on these types of games. That's just uh, it's more relaxing for me, more enjoyable. Um, but yeah, I I mean I, I I had wanted to do some online here and there, but yeah
0: no so so ARC has reached uh, approximately twenty two um, million users as I far as as far as registered users and Woo. everything else uh they average right around um I'm trying to look up updated stats as, as of you know the last few months uh right around fifty thousand active players at any given time uh during covid um i I, know, I just say during covid so from March till yeah, during COVID. last <laughs> month March through yeah. September. Um, their numbers actually grew closer to eighty thousand. To they actually peaked at right about a hundred thousand, but they average right around fifty thousand active players. And so, I mean, that's a good community base. Um, one that I think if you jumped into, you might actually enjoy more if you if you, mm-hmm. you tried it out. Mm-hmm. One of the things that overwhelms me quickly in any survival game, um, or any survival game that does this that has a a a crafting system that's part of it to help me survive, and I feel like I mm-hmm. learn it. Um. And most survival games give you no tutorials. Mm-mm. You don't know what's what. It's like you're stranded on an island. Right. You don't. So Minecraft, I mean, Minecraft really, It the, the, Minecraft is a survival game. The reason that I have a hard time saying that is that the music, in fact, even on the Smash Brothers video that they did for the new character reveal bringing Steve to Smash Brothers Ultimate, they mentioned that they worked closely with Microsoft for the game, but they didn't bring any music over from the actual Minecraft game. Because it didn't fit right for any of the fighting, uh, uh, for any of the battles. Right. So they actually brought it from spinoffs like Minecraft Worlds and Minecraft Dungeons, Dungeons. which has some of that very intense, uh, yes, epic. yes, Yeah. And so um, with Minecraft, I used to love Minecraft. And then I took a break for like three months, went back into it, and they added so much more content. I was confused really fast on what do you use for what. And Arc, I felt like I did the same thing. I played it in early, early access mode on the Xbox really enjoyed it and then I watch you play and I'm like what's that well what, you what's that what, what's that and like and you're building all of the stuff that wasn't in the game when I first started it and I'm like
1: well what if you did it before it was even finished I mean I mean I enjoyed it
0: it was just you know those games you have to remember to go back into mm-hmm. and so um a lot of games are like that now it's not not all games are like that um some games are Like, this War of Mine is very narrative, uh, story-driven. Love this War of Mine. I've talked about it highly on the show before. Great game. Um, And it's more of just you have to survive with whatever you're handed with. It's like the game rolls the dice at the beginning, and then you play what falls on the table, and you try to make the best out of it. Mm. Versus, I'm starting over again. Windbound is similar to Ark to where you, you start at the very beginning of the game with nothing, and you gather resources. Now, obviously, the inventory—well, not obviously, but in Windbound, the, the the crafting system is not nearly as broad or as deep as as uh, Arc or Minecraft and th- games like that. It's a much smaller game on scale. Um, and I feel like I do—if if a game's going to— th- a survival game's going to throw at me this huge crafting um, book, like a cookbook, because I feel like <laughs> it's a crafting book, mm. and I've got to remember and figure out a lot of these you know, recipes, I'm not going to do good with it. I'm I'm not going to do good. Um, Windbound, which I'll talk about here in a second, um, is that one I can keep. I can keep my head wrapped around that one, and I and I really enjoy. I enjoyed Ark in the beginning. I I, I think for me, I didn't have the time to put into it that the game felt too big up front, unless I put so much time into it every single day to, to to keep remembering, you know, all the different recipes and everything else.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I can see. One thing I really do like about Ark is the different recipes. You unlock them as you progress throughout the game, right? Um, so you're not just given all these recipes at the beginning. You up, uh, you upgrade, you upgrade your character upgrades, and as he upgrades, he discovers. Right. You okay. well, you unlock points, and then we need a certain different uh, recipes for different items, whether it's a weapon or uh, like a uh like a different type of wall for your house or a different type of anything um they might be uh they might cost a different amount of points right Right. so as you level up you get more points and you can save your points for a bigger recipe for something to be more useful or you can you know get lots of small ones it's really however you want and then as you level up you also unlock different ones um which I thought was really cool because you can kind of pick and choose what you want to learn up front. You know, different, you and then different saddles for all the different dinosaurs that you want to ride. And also, so first of all, so I thought that was really cool how you, it does that. But also as you level up, you upgrade your character stats. Which was cool because, like I said, this was the first one I played other than Minecraft. And, you know, Minecraft, you don't upgrade your stats or anything steve doesn't upgrade right no <laughs> <laughs> he, he just gained a circle <laughs> yeah <laughs> you you the only thing upgrades... although he does
0: get xp and yeah what what does that even mean i don't I know never because understood I, that. Like, I stopped playing do? and then i started playing minecraft again and there's xp and i'm like
1: what does the xp do?
0: it was more of I like really hey i've i've gotten to this level before i die. I, I got I all to level 12 without dying i, don't, I don't, don't think it has anything
1: in the game maybe they've added something to it now <laughs> i don't know but I don't, right, don't right. know. So, survival. Anyways, yeah. um, Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, this is the first one I played other than Minecraft. And in Minecraft, the only stat upgrade is, like, when you get new armor and your defense upgrades, you know? um. So, I thought it was really cool. And you can upgrade, like, any stat in ARC. You can upgrade the maximum weight you can carry in your inventory. um, Your hunger bar, how, you know, how full you can get before you start getting hungry. Same thing for is your Is that different from your water. stamina bar? Mm-hmm. There's a stamina bar, you can run for longer, Uh, your strength, you do more damage, speed, movement, speed. So you have a
0: health bar, stamina bar, Uh, health
1: bar, stamina bar, hunger bar. Hunger bar, thirst bar. Thirst bar. (laughs) uh, Weight bar. Weight bar. If you start carrying too much, you start going slower. Uh, But but are these uh, all wrapped up like just in stamina or do you actually have all these mm, different meters? Oh, you do
0: and they're like like vertical meters, aren't they?
1: Well, uh, if you're like in game, right, and you're running, then they're like lined up like that. But when um, you're in your inventory, upgrading all of them, they're maybe like... maybe that's what it is. I'm too
0: old to play a game like this because it's too intense for
1: my tired brain to think about. I doubt that. You literally played like 15 games in one week.
0: Well, I, you know, so <laughs> I, I played like an hour. You just here, need an hour if, there.
1: if you and me just sat down for like and played arc. half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm sure you. It's really simple once you just understand it a little bit. Anything else that you want to tell people
0: to, like, like, if they have an opportunity to go pick up Ark, why they should go pick it up?
1: Uh, it's just fun. Literally the best game, like, ever. <laughs> like, honestly. Not the um, best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> better than Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing was all the rage, you know, all the cool kids were playing it. Ark is better. Breath of the Wild, Game Whoa. of the Year, whatever. Arc is better. No, it's okay. Whatever.
0: (laughs) All right. So, again, that's Arc Survival Evolved. They actually have, uh, I think, three different expansions. I know they have at least two expansions, but I think they have three expansions. Yeah,
1: I I think it's three. I don't remember.
0: Uh, But you can get it again on iOS, Android, Nintendo Switch. I'm putting these in the order of not to buy them. iOS, Android, Nintendo Switch, and then you can buy it on PlayStation 4, Xbox One as well, which
1: those last two consoles... They're gonna run great. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, Don't get it on Switch. I got it on Switch, and it looks off. It it looks It looks so ugly. It doesn't look good on Xbox, or it doesn't. It looks better now versus
0: when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It 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 even now though it doesn't look great on Xbox, um, but on Switch it's just unbearable. It really is.
0: I. And, for and me for iOS and I think I think that's a bad port, personally. I mean, I know it's graphically intensive, but some other games I've played that look outstanding, like Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice. I say that game a lot because that's a third part. That's an indie developer that brought an incredible game as an incredible port over to Switch, and it looks amazing. So just saying. Yeah. All right, so the game I wanted to talk about as far as uh, survival games is Windbound. Now, uh, Windbound is rated E, 10 and up. And you can get it on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Steam, and Google Stadia, which is uh, unusual. Uh, there's more and more games coming out for Stadia, but it seems like less and less people actually playing
1: Google Stadia, <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting. It doesn't seem to line up. Uh, Amazon
0: <laughs> announced their own streaming gaming service, and I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Um, Amazon? Yeah, and it's I can't remember what it's called. I need to look it up for next week's show, but I actually in, I signed up for the beta access. so We'll see if we get into that. Because it sounds a little bit more promising than Stadia, but we'll we'll find out. Um, So let me just read, uh, and I have it here open. Actually, I had it open. I'm going to come back to it. Um, Windbound again. A code was provided for us uh, on this game, Um, but I'll just say this up front: you you need to buy this game. let me just read a little bit from what it says here on their website. Uh, the Forbidden Islands are calling, unlock their secrets. So with this game, you are this character named Kara, and you're shipwrecked alone on an uncharted island. Um, the, the, it's, the cinematic opens with her on a ship with all these other boats around her. Okay, uh, think about like island dwelling people. You know, it's not like these you know today modern ships. And there's this thunderstorm, and then her ship capsizes, falls apart, and she sinks. And she sinks in the beginning, and you're thinking, okay, she's about to die. Um, and Sounds then, like Moana. And then she wakes up, and she's standing in like, you know, ankle-deep water mm-hmm. with this giant portal in front of her. So it's like she's under the sea, but she's standing... Under the sea, bum 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 Right, go a going a Little more right here. Oh. Um, and there's this portal, and she walks through the portal, and then she, the next scene you see is that she wakes up... Um, on this, on this, on this, um, my mind's trying to blank. Thank you. Uh, on shore on this island, she has nothing. Um, like any other survival game, one of the things that's frustrating early on is that you have like limited inventory, you've got like yeah. seven slots, and that's it. And you don't know what you need, you've got to come about it as, as you find it. Everything else, um, no boat, no food, uh, no tools, you don't really know what you need. Um, you start gathering things in this game. You have a stamina bar that's affected by hunger, but you only got two bars. You have a stamina bar and then a health bar. And what's and it may seem overly simplified, but for me, it's perfect. You have a health bar that's only affected by two things: one, if you get attacked, your health bar goes down; or two, when your stamina bar gets all the way to the all the way to empty, and, and, and your which is also your your health. I'm sorry, which is also your hunger bar. So, like, your stamina and hunger bar are the same thing. So your stamina bar decreases as you, like, if you're fighting an animal, but then it, it recharges back up when you're, like, you know, taking time just to be still or whatever else, not running. You know, it builds mm-hmm. back up. Yeah. But as you get hungry, your stamina bar goes from 100% down to 75% down to 50 and so on. And as it goes down, it can only recharge back up to, like, that 50% mark and so on. If It gets all the way down and you don't eat, then you start taking uh, hunger pain and then you start losing health that way. And so, those are the two ways you lose health. Well, I guess the third way would be or fourth, third way would be drowning, and the fourth way would be you know falling off of a tall object, whatever, because fall damage, damaged. yeah. But you really only have those two bars, and I like how they incorporate the stamina bar and the hunger bar together. Um, that they play together, so that so in theory. If you, I mean, not just in theory, I mean, I've played it this way. If you are really good with combat and you never get attacked by, by a wild animal, which they have all these weird wild animals that are, um, some of them look like boar, like wild boar running around. Mm. Uh, they have baby boars and then like, I call them mama boars that are a little <laughs> bit more aggressive. They'll actually fight you. Um, they've got these bigger creatures. I can't remember the names right now. These big forehead oh, yeah. skulls, um. First few times I'm playing the game, I'm thinking these guys are beasts. They're insane. I'll never be able to beat them. And then you're like, oh, I got this. You learn how to dodge the right way. And then you kill them quickly and you're good. Uh, And then you fight your, your next big beast. And it's like this cat thing and everything like a saber tooth cat, but it looks totally different. I like that. This game is in a universe by itself. Nothing is what you think it is here. Um, everything is unique. It's its own world. Um, and then you get to another chapter and you, each chapter gets more difficult. Um, and then you have different kind of beasts. And then there's this one with this li- giant lizard thing that has a tongue that feels like it reaches 50 feet. You know, like you can be far away and it can throw out its tongue, grab you and pull you towards you. But every time it licks you with its tongue like that, it, it poisons you. So then you're trying to run away and you're you're all the screen's all foggy and purple and she's struggling. Kara's struggling as she's trying to get up and run and everything else. I found it easier for that guy just to stand back and just shoot him with arrows. It's just the game advances. And so there's only... Five chapters to this game so technically you could I mean, I mean I've looked at some of the speed runs and whatnot, um, if you know what to play if you know how to build if you know all that kind of stuff technically you could you could play this game build this game out finish it in about 12 hours but at the same time if you take your time sailing everywhere which I'm going to talk about that here in a second just sailing all over the map uh, you could put in 20 25 maybe maybe even 30 hours on this game really like this game um Actually, I actually have a pros and cons list that I meant to pull up. Um, I'm actually going to grab that right now. Why? Why um, Getting this ready here. Really like the music. Um, now, I will say this. The music is really good. The music. Oh, gosh. I love it. The, the music is wonderful. Yeah, the the music is absolutely wonderful. One of the things that that was annoying early on was that there were quite a few uh, frame rate dips that you'll see common and i want to be careful how i say this because i don't want to stereotype indie games but 3d indie games tend to suffer from this um the game in the beginning kind of felt like it was an early access game that they kind of rushed it out there uh, it it feels like a complete game but movement didn't seem right uh, actions didn't seem right the timing felt sluggish need
1: to be polished up a little bit.
0: A, a lot so they've really, so i held off on the review they've brought out several patches since then and the last patch that came out for switch specifically um it feels great the movements feel great the frame rates uh, are all but fixed um what i will say is that um the the load time is is still bad now now i say oh still bad before the patches came out, I showed it to you Yeah. just to load the game. And this isn't an exaggeration. I would actually load the game and then grab my phone. I would check my email. I'd go through, go through their archive email, delete email, reply to email, still waiting on the game to load. Now, this is on the Switch version. I haven't played it on other consoles yet, uh, but still waiting for the game to load. And then you go to load your profile once the game loads, and I'm still waiting for all that stuff to load. And so I, I don't know why it was doing this. But um, whatever it, it is, they've done quite a bit of, of uh, improvements, optimizations. It's playing a lot better now. And I actually showed a little bit of that to you.
1: Yeah. It, um, yeah, it, the loading time, not just the time. I mean, the time was ridiculous. But the loading screen, like, it just looked weird. It, it reminded
0: me of, like, uh windows x p or like uh even even like Mac os like you have your windows logo in the center or your Apple logo in the center and you got this progress bar at the at the mm-hmm. at the middle and what you have is is this, there's this and I don't want to spoil anything but there's this mystical history story that Kara is unveiling with each chapter, and there's this giant and I actually don't know what the actual character is it looks like a like a giant shell uh sea life creature it's like uh Deity type of thing, and it's a shell being rewritten over and over as a loading screen. But the load times, you know, mm-hmm. two three minutes at times, you know, before the patches. I mean, it was unbearable. <laughs> I would I would load it, go in the kitchen, get a cup of coffee, add cream, mix it, come back, sit back down, and still wait for it to load. I mean, it would take yeah. that long. Again, um, they've patched a lot of it, and so it's optimized. Load times are still too long, but way better than they used to be. Um, but, again, beautiful uh, soundtrack. The soundtrack is very yeah, soothing. Yeah. When it gets into combat, the, the, the sound changes. Um, really like a, a lot of that. Um, art style. I think the art style is mm, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Beautiful art style, the way it's painted yep. and everything else. It feels hand-drawn, hand, like watercolor paints and everything else. And it's speaking it's beautiful. speaking of water, the water is super cool, too. The, the water is beautiful. Um, the, the only they've, they've patched a lot of fixes. And so um, I'm there's not really many bugs. I'm going to really, I mean, there's still bugs in there, but they're, they're, they've been on top of it, responding well to the community, patching it quickly, which I'm very grateful for. Um, the only two things that I would change, um, and this is just my personal preference is that one, there's no lock on. So like, you you're playing a breath of the wild, you can Z target, lock onto your target. So no matter how you move or they move, you're still locked onto them. There's no way to target onto your characters. I mean, there is a way to, technically you're targeting them, but you don't lock onto them, if that makes sense. So if I'm targeting them, Kara's going to crouch down, target, get ready, so I'm watching the enemy, but the enemy gets behind me, it's not locked on. The camera just automatically change with the the target. I wish there was a target lock. The other thing is that when you're looking at your mini-map, it's really hard to tell where you're at when you get out in the open sea. And I'll talk about the open sea here in a second. And I wish that the compass and the mini-map were uh, objects were more clearly defined. Sometimes you've got to leave an island and sell for, sell for you know, you know know I don't know, 10, 15, 20 seconds before you can tell what direction you're going. Like the compass doesn't tell you north, south, mm. east, west. I mean, if you look at the map, you can tell north, south, east, west. But there's been many times where I'm leaving an island and I'm low on stamina, which means I'm about to get hungry and start losing health, and I need to find another island, and I don't know which way I'm going. Like I leave the island, am I going north? I don't know. So what I have to do literally is look at the map and say, okay, well, there are two towers that I've established before. Basically, each chapter you've got to activate these three towers that shoot these beams of light into the sky. And there's a better description than that, but that's what you're doing. Breath of the Wild.
1: This game, you can tell. So
0: I will say this: this game is definitely you can see inspiration from Breath of the Wild as well as as Zelda: uh, The Wind Waker. but what I was going to say is I'm looking at the big map to see where those beams are shining in the sky. And then going back into the game to find out, okay, uh, are those beams of light on my right or on my left? It's almost like looking up at the sun and saying, you know, is it east, is it east west? Which way am I going? And that's how I'm having to navigate. That may be by design, um, now that I think about it, when I say it that way, look at the <laughs> sky to see which way you're going. Is the moss growing on the north side of this wood? Mm-hmm. And, you know, those kinds of things. But it's really frustrating, um, especially when you're running low in resources. Once you get into this game and you know, like, okay, you've got to create a bag. You've got to create, you know, Find a spear. You've got, to, yeah, you've got to create the bone tip spear. you got to create, and you start going up down the levels, metal arrows and all these kinds of things. And you begin to figure out what you need in the game. This game rocks. You begin to run through the first chapter super fast. Uh, you gain different... Uh, and this was something frustrating in the beginning was that there's this uh, blessing you can get from the gods where you get extra slots. And the way the game works is anything that you're holding on to like in your personal inventory, if you die, you remain with those things. So like spears, you know, rope, things that you need to begin the game off good with, bone, whatever... in your held items, you die, you respawn, you still have them. There was a glitch to where uh, there was a god ability that gave you, like, extra slots. I think it brought it from seven to nine that you have. Or no, I think it was a little more than that. But whatever it was, let's say it's nine. Uh, Maybe it was five to nine. But anyway, um, if you had the god ability enabled, then you lost everything in your inventory except for, like, four items. You can only hold on to four, something like that, three or four. So that was really frustrating. So mm-hmm. I, I almost got to the point of putting the game down and saying, I'm done. And then they fixed that patch. Uh, they uh, fixed the issue with a patch. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this is much easier. Because starting back over from zero every time was hard. Like with Ark, mm-hmm. if you die, you have to go find your body. And if you find it within a set time, you recover everything. Yeah. Imagine having to restart over every single time. Oh, I, don't ha-
1: I, I did it. I played it for, uh, I think my Switch said an hour I was looking at my search. It said an hour or more, so I played it for at least an hour, and I died two or three times, I think. And it's frustrating. I, I was already done. I was so, like, "Dude, no."
0: So, but once you find your groove in Windbound, it's just—I mean, it becomes such an enjoyment to play. The art styles, the music, everything just kind of flows and works together. And I this. I'll say this on the sailing. A lot of times, you—you you know, sailing is just a that's oh, kind of fun, but it gets you from point A to point B on the map, and you continue your adventure. Sailing is a huge part of this game, mm-hmm. because you wake up on one island, and then you've got to cross over to the next island that you can get to to get resources, and then that's your first tower that you have to activate, but there's three for every chapter, um, but you don't know where they are, and so if you're sailing at nighttime, you can't see anything. If a storm comes in, you can't see anything. Um so, and then they're and it's procedurally generated so it's random every single time so you can't find a map to tell you where they are caleb you can't go cheat on youtube and it's just, just those kinds of things um but sailing can be such a joy in this game because the music is different uh once you upgrade from just a canoe to a uh, uh the other type of boats that have like the raft and they have the two platoons going mm-hmm. on and everything else you can start going super fast uh i did some video recordings uh, on the Switch gameplay I want to show it to you. I forgot to. I, I meant to do it before tonight, but I forgot. Um, And I'm like, I'm catching air. Like, I'm going so fast on the water, and then the waves come up, and I go up this giant wave, and the wave comes down, and I'm in the air, completely in the air, and I smack down on the water. It's so much fun. It, it, cool. It's so cool. Like, if you have enough food on you, and that's that's the cool thing about this game, is that if you know what you're doing the first few playthroughs and you're in chapter two or you're in chapter three and you've got the time, you've got all the weapons you need. You've got plenty of food. Um, They actually increase the food. So it doesn't spoil quite as quickly, things like that, better indicators of when the food's going to spoil. So, I mean, they've really, if you've tried this game in the beginning and there was too many bugs, I want to, I'm telling you, go back and try this game again. If you read an early review of this game, it's one thing I wish that some reviewers would do. And most don't. Um, They review the game when it launches for consumers. I understand why they do that. Makes sense. I wish they would at least go back and say, "Okay, major patches have been released. Now we've changed their score of this game." Um, for me, this game is a solid 8 out of 10. Now, before the patches came out, I would say it would have been a 6 because some of these 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 patches, you know, they were either game-breaking or like the features that just, you know, you have the blessing but it's not working, the low times, the the feel when you're hunting just not right and, you know, it seems to be not lagging. but just wasn't spot on. Something was wrong. Um, really frustrating. Excuse me. Very frustrating. But now uh, I'm absolutely loving this game. Um, one point when I was sailing between uh, the, the islands, I was going so fast, you know, with the wind. And that's the other thing. Unlike most sailing, sailing games that you do, it's just forward or backward. That's all you do. And maybe you would raise the cell or lower mm-hmm. the cell for speed. And that's all you would do. On this one, it you can raise the cell, lower the cell, loosen the cell, or tighten the cell. So if the wind's at your back, you want to raise that cell as high as you can. You, you want to loosen it. would make it out there so it billows in the wind so you get max speed. But if you're going, you know, like crosswind or even against the wind somewhat, you still want your cell high for speed, right? But then you're tightening it up trying to get those crosswinds to, to get you to, to move forward. Um, love the physics in, in the, um, as we'll say swimming <laughs> in the sailing. sailing and you saw it as well. I mean, yeah, it looks it's beautiful. Re- it's really cool. When I first started playing this game, I actually got a little motion sickness, um, <laughs> sailing for a while. But once you get into, I got my sea legs and so mm-hmm. now it's great. But we, uh, when I was playing it last week, I was going so fast. Um, and I hit this giant wave that it capsized me and my whole boat turned over upside down. Um, I didn't lose resources. I don't know if that was a glitch or thankfully the game's built where you don't lose resources because I, I actually have a, had a, a basket and a bag both hanging on my boat to give even more inventory. Yeah. And I was afraid of losing all that. Thankfully I didn't. But um, you know, and it scared me. Kara's off in the water and I'm like, oh, her stamina was already halfway down. So I got to my boat, which takes stamina, got to it fast enough and everything else. Um, just a beautiful gorgeous game um the colors are rich the gameplay is r- a lot of fun uh, you don't have all of the recipes unlocked uh it, thankfully it shows you the recipes like if you want to build a spear it tells you what you need to build a spear so for people like me it's like i don't have to remember all these recipes yeah once you've unlocked them they're unlocked for good unless you start a brand new game uh, even if you die and start over you know with nothing in your inventory you still remember what you need to build the next thing which is really cool um, and you, you just keep unlocking new things as you go through them, or you find a new resource and then using that resource helps you, um, uh, discover a new, or I'm sorry, grabbing that resource helps you discover a new, uh, crafting ability or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Game's beautiful. Gameplay is beautiful. Music is beautiful. Um, hunting feels really good now that they've, they've optimized it on the switch. Um, Everything about it, the stamina bar, eating everything, really happy, really liking the game. Uh, could not be happier with it. Again, a solid eight. Um, it's not quite a nine for me, but I would give it a solid eight. Just really like this game. Um, so I definitely think everyone out there, at least add it to your watch list or your wish list, rather it would be on console or whatever else. Um, I absolutely love this game. And, and And the reason I'm putting it on here is my... Game for survival game is that it, it hits even though it might be, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little rough mm-hmm. on each one of the things. Like sailing, maybe a little bit rough. Hunting, a little rough, or whatever else. Navigation, a little rough. Everything about it hits it to where it just it's a relaxing game to me. It has this intense moments, but then it has this relaxation moments. It has the moments where I'm relaxing, sailing, and everything else, or on an island that I realize, oh my gosh, I've got no food on me um or i've got a lot of raw food but i don't have the resources to build a yeah. fire to cook it and like crap what am i going to do run around um so that gets suspenseful everything about this game i'm liking and the fact that i've died so many times yet i keep coming back is a testament to how much i'm really enjoying this game and so i think you should definitely go out and uh bear in at least you know put it on your wish list but i think just buy the game right now it's a great game um the game runs I, I think it's $30. I added it to the show notes and I just lost my place. I think it's Jay, did you see that?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it said 30. Let me go check. Um
0: loving this game though. And so definitely yep. check it out. We'll 29. put it, We'll put it in the link uh, in the show notes. Um $30. Absolutely love it, but really really good game. So definitely check it out. So. Sure. Um anything else you wanted to say about that game that you saw?
1: Uh no. No, just the music again. That's my favorite part of the game. I really, really liked the music in it. Yeah. Um, that's my biggest thing about it. It has
0: one of the better soundtracks that I've played from a small indie studio. Mm-hmm. And it's the strings, everything in it, it's just a very nice sound. This is one of those games I'd go back and I would buy a collector's edition if they did one um and add a little bit to it like i would like to have like the the overworld map or something or i'd buy a a cara figurine that had like Mm -hmm. her spear on her back and then maybe she was holding her bow or something or i don't know just or maybe her or oh no no her on a raft you know Mm. that's what i want her on a raft (laughs) It would look, i I would buy that i mean really like this game so um show's running a little bit long but i did want to hit indie corners let's do that right now Okay, so we've mentioned it maybe twice, maybe three times on the show ever that we are partnering up with uh, Humble, Humble Bundle. If you don't know what Humble Bundle is, basically, uh, in a nutshell, you get offered each month a collection of games that you can buy for a set price, or you can even choose your price. Um, a big portion of the proceeds goes straight to charity. And you are actually getting a huge discount. And so you can buy a bunch of games for really cheap and you're supporting charity and you're, you know, expanding your your, your gaming library like crazy. Uh, most of these titles will always be for PC or Mac, majority of the time PC. They've slowly began to add console games to it, uh, even Switch games um, from time to time. But uh, it's primarily aimed at PC gamers. And so there's two bundles specifically. Again, this isn't our normal Indie Corner, but I needed to put it in somewhere, so this is going in place of our normal Indie Corner. And so there's two bundles that I wanted to bring to you all uh, very quickly, and then we'll put links again in the show notes. Again, if uh, if you buy either of these bundles using our links, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does get a little bit back to the show and helps us out a little bit here. But the first one is the October 2020 Humble Choice bundle. Now, this is a bundle of 12 different games. If you were to buy these games individually, you'd be spending over $300 in games and other stuff. Um, and you get it for $12, which is an insane deal. That's a lot of money deal. off. So, for the, that's a lot of money off. It is a lot of money off. It's it's technically it's $311, so it's like uh, two hundred ninety nine dollars off
1: nice
0: but um now this is part of it's a limited time offer you can subscribe to humble bundle for a monthly subscription subscription new subscribers join for only twelve dollars a month and you get to keep all 12 games so you play the games you get the games but you keep the games even if you stop paying down the road uh it comes with games like tropica six uh sunless bundle iron danger goat of duty <laughs> you will know, play on call of duty um the Uncertain, Basement, uh, Light Matter, uh, Fantasy Blacksmith, There's and then there's more, um, Autonos. I mean, there's, there's a lot of games in here, and it also includes two Humble Originals, uh, Fate of Kai, and then, um, I, I don't know how you say that, the game, Syzygy? Syzygy? Syzy- Syzy- I don't Syzy- know. Syzygy? Syzy- Syzy- humble Syzy- comes uh, out with their own know. Originals, um, which are like uh, f- uh, uh, Fate of the Spire. What's the game called, Fate of the Spire? I'll have to look it up. I'll talk about it next week. It's a it's a card-based RPG game that I really like. It's a humble original. Um, but anyway, it's it's a great game. It's a great way to where you might say, well, Tropica 6 alone is worth 12 bucks. Yeah, it's worth 20, 30 bucks. And you buy that one game and you get all these other games for free. Um, and the other bundle is the humble let's fight bundle. You spend $10 or more and you get you receive over $140 in games. Um, though, and this is active. Both of these are active through the end of October. Um, and this includes big games like injustice two, and then other games like, um, overgrowth or dive kick or, you know, uh, absolver. Again, you could look at injustice two and say, well, that game's easily worth 20, 30 bucks in itself. But mm-hmm. again, you, you get all these other games included with it. And so, Um, We don't talk about Humble Bundle nearly enough, and I want to be able to start putting it into the show just a little bit more because if you're a PC gamer, um, I'm sure you're already familiar with Humble Bundle, and you get some great deals right here that we'll talk about each, you know, every time we get a new one, probably, probably once or twice a month we'll talk about this on the show. And, again, you can get these bundles, great price, really cheap, and it helps support the show as well while you're doing it. And, better than that, you're supporting charity. So... Charity's good. Great way of doing that. Do charity. So, anyway, all right. Jay, that is going to wrap it for us. A little bit long on the, on the show tonight, but again, we're making up for two weeks missed. So. so, yeah,
1: you know, y'all have been missing us. I know y'all missed it. I know y'all were crying yourselves to sleep because you missed the show. Right. So we decided yeah, to give y'all a little extra long show. Yeah, that's right. See, sh- I say it like we planned it. We did not. <laughs> no, plan no, for we're actually
0: we're actually long on tonight. So anyway, uh, but that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Again, that was episode thirty-seven of Dad's Gaming Corner. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at dadsgc as well as Facebook.com slash dads gaming corner and drop us a line at heydad at DadsGamingCorner.com. dot com. And be sure to leave us a like and a review. And subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you listen, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen, Pandora, wherever you listen. And be sure to tell your family, your friends, and all <laughs> that about the show as well. And as always, if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can do so via Patreon at patreon.com slash dadsgamingcorner. Jaden, that is a wrap. Wrap? A wrap. I had a wrap from... Where was it? We're specifically doing our P's on, on, on purpose, but that time it didn't work. Purpose purpose there you go now you just popped your peas you're not supposed to do that
1: mike plosions what were you gonna say hello uh, uh i was just talking about food nice yeah nice <laughs> anyway must be hungry
0: but anyway uh next week hopefully we're gonna do a review of ari and the secrets uh i just went blank um <laughs> secret servant secret of seasons. seasons i was gonna say secret seasons i'm like it's not secret seasons <laughs> Yes, Ari and the Secret of Seasons, as well as a couple other games. And so, until next week, y'all stay safe, stay safe out there with COVID. Have happy gamings. Check out Ark Survival Evolved and check out Windbound. We'll put links to both those in the show notes. That will do it. We'll see you all next week.